this past week, I pulled the car out of the garage and I realized that I had left my coffee mug inside on the shoe box container and I couldn't do that. So I parked the car, went back inside, got my coffee, and I saw the tree in the yard, which is always there, which I never see because I just pull out of the driveway, the Japanese maple in full glory, the red so deep and so rich and so caught by the sun that the whole tree just glowed. It happens every year. If you watch and you wait, there is so much beauty. And even though I was running behind, I took a picture and posted it on Facebook because it would be blasphemous not to celebrate the beauty, the glory given to us by God. Isaiah has been looking at trees, more precisely, the stump of an oak tree. The tree has stood for the nation of Judah, the family tree of Jesse. Jesse, the father of King David, who was the little shepherd boy. And you remember that story. Jesse brought out all of his sons and... Samuel came and looked at each of them and said, Isn't there another son? And Jesse called in David, the shepherd boy who had been out in the fields, who was so small and so insignificant that he didn't even think about him. And Samuel said, This is the one. And David became the greatest king in Israel and Judah. King David were the days of glory when the nation was strong. And God made a covenant with David that his family would always be on the throne. But by the time of Isaiah, kings have come and gone, and the line of David has withered and become diseased. The kings have neglected the needy. They have failed to do what is right for the poor. Injustice has eroded relationships, and the land is overcome with violence. The mighty oak of the nation is chopped down, cut off by the Assyrians. And Isaiah looks, and it is nothing more than a stump. Two summers ago, Paul and I, my husband, stood in our little plywood cabin on North Long Lake, looking out the window, battered by rain and 120-mile-per-hour wind. Lightning flashed, and my husband watched out the window as a giant oak tree fell in slow motion, not more than 50 yards from where we were. Forty trees came down that night. Cabin two had a serious dent in the roof. 
everyone was alive and well. It looked like a war zone. Bulldozers came in and bulls'd up, bulldozed up whole branches. And we got it cleaned up. But sometimes our lives feel this way, as if the strong pillars have been chopped down or fallen down all around us, those things that we thought would always be there. The people in Gaithersburg or Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge have seen the trees fall and homes destroyed. Friends and loved ones leave us. I know that there are people who are feeling especially vulnerable. A grandmother at my gym calms the children who are afraid their dad will be sent away. He's a citizen, she tells them over and over again. There are great institutions. Our free press, our freedom of religion, the great oaks. Isaiah's looking. At this stump. And God shows him a new shoot, a tiny sprig, just starting to grow from that old stump. And Isaiah knows what this means. This means that there will be hope for the future. A new king is rising up. And he will be blessed with the spirit of wisdom and understanding, of power and might, one who will rule on behalf of the poor and be faithful to God, one who will destroy the wicked. And from this strong branch there shall be leaves of glory, of peace that will flourish, not only for humanity, for for all creation as well. Out of injustice, God brings forth righteousness. Out of violence, God brings forth peace. Out of death, God brings forth new life. And out of despair of what is, God gives hope for what will be. All the world at peace, predator and prey, eating grass together. Even a baby will be safe, playing near the most poisonous snake. Everyone, people, animals alike, will live without fear. And the earth will be at peace. The trees have been burning in Carolinas and Tennessee 
and it's tragic, and we can be there with hope by supporting the Presbyterian disaster assistance. But I also want to tell the people what I saw in the Pine Barrens on the eastern end of Long Island in the summer of 1998. The year before, the Pine Barrens had burned the fire jumped highways that no one thought it could, they couldn't imagine it. Homes were destroyed, businesses, hundreds of acres of forest. My husband and I went for a walk through the Pine Barrens a year later. We could still see signs of the fire, but there was new growth everywhere. The forest floor was green with life. What had been dead was alive again. Out of that charred forest, out of all those stumps, God brought forth new and abundant life. This is what God does, and this is our hope. My father and mother-in-law, Roy and Velma Teichert, fell in love in the wilderness of northern Minnesota. A week ago Saturday, we celebrated Velma's life here at a memorial service in Maryland. Later, we'll go to Smithtown, where she was a member of the church there for 40 years. We had this wonderful gathering of Velma, who was so in touch with the outdoors. On that very same day, my husband went online and bought a heavy-duty sleeping bag for our daughter Emma for her camping trip coming up next Saturday. A new branch grows from the tree, and out of death, God brings forth new life. This is what God does, and this is why we hope. The first year my family came to Washington, D.C., we went to the mall to see the cherry blossoms. Everybody told us to go over to Kensington, but we didn't believe them. We believe them now. We don't go to the mall. <laughs> we go to Kensington. But the cherry blossoms, of course, were glorious, like clouds of cotton candy, pink and white, raining down like snow. So beautiful. But what I noticed was how on these old gnarled trees there might be a whole side of the tree that was dead and yet there would be a branch that was full of flowers and flowering and so beautiful and also what I love to see and what I noticed that there would be a clump of flowers like somebody glued it to the tree it was just coming out from in between the cracks and the bark of the tree. And it wasn't just one tree, it was so many trees, all of this life coming out, these twigs, these sprigs bursting forth from these trees on the National Mall. And I think the cherry blossoms have something very important to teach us. Isaiah saw life in the new branch out of the stump, and we see that one as Jesus. The 
promise of God's anointed king. From the line of Jesse, with the spirit of God upon him, bringing good news to the poor and to bind up the brokenhearted ones and to proclaim release to captives and recovery of sight to the blind. But Jesus did not kill anyone, even the wicked. And the lion does not yet lie down with the lamb. We aren't there yet. And I say yet because we have hope. What God gave us in Christ is a way to live the way of Jesus the way of compassion for the poor, the outcast, the sick, the stranger, the way of love, the way of justice, the way of peace. And what arose from the grave that Easter morning was not just Christ, what arose were the churches. Those who followed the way, churches sprang up like those cherry blossoms out of the bark of the tree. We are the line of Jesse. We are those blossoms. God only, not only gives us hope, God has made us to be hope. Hope for those caught in the fires of life. Hope for those who need comforting. Hope for those who are hurting or afraid. Hope for all who are seeking peace. This past Friday, just like the church, we got our Christmas tree a beautiful Fraser fir, the evergreen for everlasting life, for the life that grows even in the dead of winter, for the life made new in Jesus Christ. And we decorated it with ornaments, some out of paper, some that we had had on our tree here at church in years past. We even had a plastic cat which was from the Barbie movie. I don't remember which one, but the plastic cat is on that Christmas tree, as well as a glass bell from 1947. The glass balls sparkle with joy. The lights are signs of hope for darkness in the world. And even though it was late, I took a picture and posted it to Facebook because it is blasphemous not to share the glorious hope of the life given to us by God. Amen.